Hello and good day, everybody. This is Kyla, and today on The State of Health, we're diving into the global effects of modifiable risk factors on cardiovascular disease and mortality. The State of Health is a semi-weekly podcast and publication where we talk about the most crucial news and research in medicine and healthcare. For more information about our YouTube, newsletter, and publication, visit stateofhealth.care. Welcome back to The State of Health. Today, we're focusing on the impact of controllable risk factors on cardiovascular diseases and mortality rates. Cardiovascular diseases are a leading cause of non-communicable diseases across the globe, responsible for a third of all global deaths. Among these risk factors are body mass index, systolic blood pressure, non-high-density lipoprotein cholesterol levels, tobacco smoking, and diabetes. It's essential to note that these factors influence cardiovascular disease prevalence and incidence differently across populations and methodologies. The Global Cardiovascular Risk Consortium provides an interesting perspective on this subject, analyzing a globally harmonized, individual-level dataset. Let's delve into the study. The consortium pooled and harmonized individual-level data from 112 cohort studies from 34 countries and eight different geographic regions. They examined associations between the risk factors and incident cardiovascular disease and death from any cause. They used Cox regression analyses, with the data split by geographic region, age, and sex. The idea was to find what percentage of the 10-year incidence of cardiovascular disease and 10-year all-cause death could be attributed to these risk factors. Over 1.5 million participants, 54.1% of whom were women with a median age of 54.4 years, were included in the study. During a median follow-up of 7.3 years, cardiovascular disease occurred in 80,596 participants, while a total of 177,369 participants died during a median follow-up of 8.7 years. What they found was striking. They found that the aggregate global population, attributable fraction of the 10-year incidence of cardiovascular disease, was 57.2% among women and 52.6% among men. As for 10-year all-cause mortality, the risk factors accounted for 22.2% and 19.1% in women and men, respectively. So what's the bottom line here? The Global Cardiovascular Risk Consortium study underscores the profound influence of modifiable risk factors on cardiovascular disease and mortality. Out of over 1.5 million participants worldwide, high systolic blood pressure emerged as the most significant contributor to disease incidence, irrespective of gender or geographical location. The study revealed that these risk factors account for more than half of the 10-year incidence of cardiovascular disease and approximately one-fifth of the all-cause mortality over the same period. These findings hold significant implications for healthcare and medicine. It emphasizes the need for consistent, targeted efforts in mitigating these risk factors, with particular focus on high systolic blood pressure. By controlling these factors, it's possible we could prevent over half of all global cardiovascular disease cases. This could lead to a considerable reduction in mortality rates and a significant improvement in global health. Moreover, the study's findings also highlight the need for a more comprehensive approach to risk characterization. Factors such as physical activity, alcohol consumption, air pollution, and genetic variants were not covered in the study, but could also significantly impact cardiovascular disease risk. The research also points to gender and geographical disparities in cardiovascular risk profiles and event rates. This calls for tailored, location-specific, and gender-specific approaches to cardiovascular disease prevention and treatment. In conclusion, the study conducted by the Global Cardiovascular Risk Consortium 
is a critical step towards understanding the global effects of modifiable risk factors on cardiovascular disease and mortality. The results could guide the development of more effective preventive strategies and treatments, ultimately leading to a healthier global population. Anyways, friends, that is going to do it for today's State of Health. If you enjoyed this, please do me such a huge favor. Click those like and subscribe buttons. And if you're listening as a podcast, go consider leaving a review or a five-star rating. Don't forget to check out stateofhealth.care for more relevant medical news and content. Until next time, keep your curiosity peaked and your stethoscope close.